Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I am glad you have joined me. Let's get to it. A lot of us who are conservatives have deep concerns about Donald Trump. We have deep concerns that the Republican Party might become the party of Trump, that he might be the only front runner that the party uh, supports, that he might get the nomination from the party in the next presidential election, and that his antics, his attitudes, his deformities might shape not just the GOP, the Republican Party, but also conservatism in our time. But I want to tell you that there are some wonderful signs that that's not the case. Now, I want to say very clearly that I have criticized Trump in this podcast. I have been blunt about his failings, and I have also celebrated where he has had successes and where he has been consistent with conservative principles. For me, it's the great heritage, the great legacy of conservatism the great adherence to American core values uh, that is, to me, uh, the greatness of conservatism. So I don't measure Trump as a personality. I'm not in a personality cult. To the extent that he serves conservatism, to the extent that he serves his nation and he's a patriot, uh, yeah, I, I, I can celebrate that. But there's a lot about Donald Trump to be concerned about, particularly since... Uh, his antics and his extreme, extreme extremism in some of his beliefs uh, is very, very damaging to the party, is turning off the next generation, is driving the young away from conservatism. You can't believe the surveys and what they show about the young leaning to um, leaning to socialism and what have you. It's very, very disturbing. But there are some tremendous signs of what's possible If conservatives will not just be lazy, if Republicans will not just be lazy and just go with Trump because he's the most, the highest polling Republican politician in America, uh, there are a lot of signs that indicated that the conservative movement and Republicans in general will be just fine if they keep a polite distance from Donald Trump, which is the direction I believe they ought to go. Uh, It's pretty stunning. In the recent election, this first election that's happened during the Biden administration, it was stunning what took place. Now, you know, if you listen to this podcast, that I live both in Virginia and also Tennessee. In Virginia, a former Democratic governor of Virginia who was running for another term was defeated. McAuliffe, Terry McAuliffe, was defeated uh, by a man named Youngkin, who is a very strong conservative, a very strong Christian, uh, but who also kept his distance from Donald Trump. Didn't have him campaign for him, recognized the man's deformities, uh, had welcomed his endorsement years ago, but since then had come to realize some of his uh, weirdness, some of his deformities, and had kept his distance. And he won handily in Virginia, which was a real blow to Democrat aspirations. The lieutenant governor, uh, a black female ex-Marine, uh, literally ha- had a campaign picture holding a gun, uh, strong Christian, uh, very articulate, got a master's degree. I mean, really amazing. A woman who'd run a charity, um, several charities of various kinds. She won the lieutenant governorship in the same basic mode as Yunkin. She did not lean towards Trump, but was pretty vocal about some of his weirdness and deformities while doing what I'm doing right now 
now acknowledging that Trump, you know, certainly has served uh, the nation and conservatism in some ways well. Then uh, in Virginia, again, I'm just focusing on that state for a moment, uh, the attorney general, also a non-Trump, as they call them nowadays, non-Trump conservative. Well, this was the trend. There were victories in uh, New, Jer- New Jersey. There were victories in other states. There were victories at the state level, the state house throughout the country. Pretty stunning. Well, these statistics, these indicators of what's possible for conservatism if they don't attach themselves in some idolatrous way to Donald Trump is really pretty amazing. Uh, Throughout the last couple of years, uh, it's been stunning what's happened for those who are willing to look at the stats. For example, conservatives, the GOP Republicans, uh, picked up a dozen House seats in 2020 when almost everyone thought they would lose a bunch. Republicans also picked up 154 state legislative seats in 2020 um, to take control of two new chambers. Uh, it, it's, it's just amazing what happened. Um, these state house wins will help Republicans draw districts for 2022 that could net as many as 13 seats in Congress. It just goes on and on and on. Um, ahead of January's inauguration of Glenn Youngkin in Virginia, we're not there yet. Uh, Republicans control 27 of the 50 state governor's mansions. Now, come on. So in other words, though, though many people are extolling what Democrats are accomplishing with the Biden administration, I, I personally think he's one of the weakest presidents we've had, at least as far as his first year indicates. Um, but d- despite the fact that, of course, Democrats, Pelosi, Schumer, Biden get all the attention right now, there is a groundswell of support for Republicans who are non-Trump and uh, support for conservatives who are cautious about Trump. And there are pretty tremendous things happening. So the future, the future, and by the way, this recent election really put the chill on Democrat uh, aspirations. And then it it was decried as a disaster election by many in the press who, of course, lean left, very leftward. The fact is that we are seeing that those who keep an appropriate, polite, respectful distance from Trump, but run for office on clear, strong, conservative values, uh, meaning basically American traditional values rather than any kind of radical leftism that seems to be dominating a lot of quarters today, they win. And there's, there is something pretty wonderful happening. Now, I, don't want, I, I personally don't like uh, seeing districts redrawn uh, out of some kind of political overzealousness uh, because I think that, that just backfires. I also think it's unfair. And a lot of that has been used, by the way, to exclude ethnicities uh, from having power in politics, which I think is unconscionable. But nevertheless... Uh, the spoils of victory obviously goes to the victor. And what's winning at the ground level, and it's going to be very significant in the next presidential election, and certainly the midterms that we have coming up next year, we're going to see continued 
victories by those conservatives who are wise, who are cautious, uh, who are not just affixed to Trump, who aren't just looking for cheap, easy political victories, who haven't bought into his antics and haven't bought into, uh, quite frankly, I don't want to call them lies, but the belief system about having actually won elections and what have you, and certainly not his manner in politics. They haven't bought into all that. And so there are victories to be had. This country, I believe, uh, if you if you exclude for a moment its radical leftist edge, is essentially a center-right country. And when Republicans pull themselves back, when conservatives pull themselves back from the radical right wing, they end up center right, which is, by the way, where I am. So that's part of the reason I'm saying what I'm saying in this podcast. And so that's where most governing happens. That's where most wise decision happens. And that's what the electorate is looking for. That's what the electorate is looking for. They're not looking for hard left wing. and They're not looking for mindless Trumpite right wing. They're looking for center right wise conservatism. I call it, for the sake of this podcast, sane conservatism. Let's not keep fighting over who won the recent election. Mr. Biden won that election fair and square. Was there a little bit maybe of of, of election fraud at some low levels? I think there is in every, every election, and I've said that many times in this podcast. But Mr. Biden won legitimately. Mr. Trump lost legitimately. We cannot continue to bellyache about that for the next 200 years or the next 200 days. We need to move on. But for those conservatives who attach themselves to Trump, it's all about self-justification. It's all about vindication. It's all about fighting old gripes and fighting old wars and fighting old resentments. That doesn't win the day. That's not patriotic. That's not conservatism. And by the way, it's not the best of the American tradition. So we are seeing signs of something pretty amazing, and that is that the country is willing to rally to conservatives who are respectful but distant from Trump and committed to their conservative values, because that's what's always won the nation, protection and prosperity and wise dealings uh, in the past. So for those of you who are listening to this, and there are many of them up on the Hill, conservative Republican politicians, keep this in mind. There's not just two alternatives, be a Democrat or be a Trumpite. There is another movement that is gaining ground, that is wise, that is moral, that is sane. And I believe it's going to win the day, not because I'm narrowly partisan and Republican, but because I am a Christian and a conservative and I love my country and I want to see it get its best. And that happens, by the way, I believe in the range between center and center right. That's what has always helped to heal and restore and lead our country forward. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.